Welcome to the Eat This, Not That podcast. I'm John Hammond, and this is Megan Murphy. Hi, everyone. And this week, we're going to help make life easier for you, because who doesn't want life to be easier, right? Because there is nothing easier than pulling leftovers out of the fridge for delicious, ready-in-a-few-minutes lunch or dinner, or breakfast, depending on the night before, I guess, right? Uh, what are your thoughts on leftovers? Are you, are you, do you use leftovers properly, or...? You know, I like to think that I properly use leftovers, because I hate wasting food. Right. But sometimes, you know, they get lost in the fridge or, you know, maybe I'm not really in the mood for it the next day, but I, I hate wasting leftovers. That's my, that's my point. So I try. I, I try very hard. <laughs> what yeah, about same, you? Same here. It's like, I always think like, oh my God, this is going to be so good tomorrow yeah. or, the, or the next day. And I, I seal it up and put it in the fridge and like tuck it away. And that's the problem is like tuck it away. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then two, three days later, I forget about it. And then a month later, I'm cleaning stuff out of the fridge. and I'm like, what the hell is this? And yeah, then you don't want yeah, to open the container. Not so, not so fresh and delicious <laughs> it's anymore. It's a science that's, project that's, at that point. <laughs> that's not so good. And I think I think that's that's you know that's what happens to a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And and we have the best intentions, and we and also we like we don't want to waste the food. That's my thing. Is I always feel bad when I when I do of discover course. it finally and realize that I probably should have eaten this. You know, a couple of days after I made it, that's why I put it away because you know fifty percent of the food that we buy actually goes to waste, which, which it is breaks just my crazy. heart. It's horrible. And leftovers is. I, I would have to guess it's a pretty good portion of that. Absolutely. Because of, of things like we just talked about, like either, you know, set it and forget it, set it in the fridge and you forget about it and there it goes, or you just didn't put it away properly. So then when you go to take a look at it, it just doesn't look, feel right. Get the, you know, they get dried out. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you got to reheat it and just like dry and nasty. And and that's the thing. It's like all, all too often, we actually ruin them by making common mistakes that, either makes the dish unpalatable and in some cases actually makes them really unhealthy, like like creates bacteria that will make you ill if you do decide like, ah, oh, whatever, it's probably not that bad. I'm gonna go ahead and eat this. And then two days later, you're like, oh, I don't <laughs> know. Horrible. I don't know why I feel like this. I, I didn't eat anything unusual, you know, because you didn't eat You ate what you ate like probably a week ago. Right. But now it's kind of loaded with bacteria and not, not flavor. Um, so, so we're going to have some tips to, to help you fix that, right? Yeah. I mean, the truth is, like you said, sometimes leftover food will go bad in the fridge because it wasn't properly stored or it was left in the appliance you cooked it in too long. But sometimes the truth is it just won't taste as fresh as right. it did the first time you bite into it. And so today, hopefully we will come up with some common tips for you to keep that food as fresh as possible so you want to enjoy it. Right. And we and look, we, we're we guilty as charged, Very right? Guilty, so we had yeah. to, like, we went to the experts here. This is not like, hey, this is this is how I avoid, like, wasting my leftovers because I, I've proven that I, I can't do that. Like, I waste them just like everybody else. So, you know, we actually turned to, to a pro here. And, 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 and again, because we wanted to get the insights as to, you know, how damaging this can be to to you if you don't store them properly. Yep. To help you out today, we turn to Meredith Carruthers from the USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service to help identify some of the common mistakes we all make when it comes to our leftovers. And after this episode, we hope you'll be ready to store, reheat, and enjoy all those yummy leftovers for an easy meal anytime and reduce food waste, which is super important. And now, first things first, and this is a big one and one that I really used to do all the time, but then I I actually stopped doing this. Do not let food sit out for more than two hours. I mean, that's just, 
not, it's not good, right? I feel like that many people do. Yeah, this. and I get it. Like once you cook it, you want to sit down and dive in. Like I, I don't blame you. Unfortunately, if you're leaving the rest to sit out on the stovetop or the counter for too long, you could be putting your food at risk for bacterial growth. Now, according to, to Meredith, one of the biggest ways that consumers kill their leftovers is by violating this two-hour rule. Foodborne illness bacteria grows rapidly between the temperatures of 40 degrees and 140 degrees. And just two hours at room temperature is enough time for food poisoning bacteria to reach dangerous levels. Again, reach dangerous levels. That's crazy, levels. two hours. I, I, I feel like, it, like you said, you, you cook a meal. So many times I'll cook like a big pan, sheet pan of you know chicken roasted vegetables. Right. I make my plate. I'm excited to dig in. I sit down. Maybe I turn on the tube and get sucked into right. some Netflix Jeopardy, show. Right. Yeah, or whatever. A couple hours later, I'm like, oh, wait, the rest is still sitting on the stovetop. Right. It's terrible. And it's things like, you know, you walk the dog, you get the kids ready for bed. Right. Like, did they do their homework? Like, all those things. I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, this is probably one of the more common mistakes, but it's also an easy one to fix. And, and look, here's the kicker. Some bacteria, if allowed to multiply, produce toxins that cannot be killed by reheating leftovers. So it's not enough to just kind of zap it in the microwave. So you want to make sure that your leftovers are refrigerated within this time window because it's it's not a joke like you can be you could be ill really sick. and and some tips on how you can keep your leftovers from spoiling you know right before sitting down to eat portion your leftovers into storage containers and just put them in the fridge like just grab yeah. the grab the tupperware or the glass containers whatever you're using baggies i don't whatever it is like just put it away like you know you're not going to eat that that much you know you made too much just put it right in the fridge and then done you don't have to worry about it you can go on and carry on your, your business after dinner and if you're worried about your items being too hot to place in the fridge it's actually okay to place hot foods directly in the refrigerator however you'll want to cut large items or divide uh, large amounts into smaller portions they'll cool a lot Got faster it, yeah. so it won't kind of have an impact in the refrigerator environment and the easiest way by the way is set a timer so that you set a timer for 60 enough, minutes right? like yeah. like not, no, don't set it for like an hour and 59 minutes and then in 60 <laughs> seconds try and jam everything in the fridge like set it set it for an hour so that gives you time to sit down enjoy your meal um have have your chit chat maybe have your dessert and then kind of store everything away and this is so easy like i, I wear a digital watch most mm -hmm. times uh we all have phones that have timers readily available just set a timer for 45 60 minutes and when that thing goes off it's a, it's a subtle reminder like oh why is this thing going off because I got to put that food away. Yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, another no-no is leaving your food in the fridge for too long, mm, which is something yep. I, John, you, you're looking guilty over there. Food is only good between three and four days after you cook it. Not that week that you mentioned before, three and four days. According to Carruthers, this is how most of us ruin our leftovers by leaving them in the fridge for too long and then they're going to spoil. So if you don't think you're going to dive into those leftovers within those three to four days, just pop them in the freezer. It's as simple as it's, to me, it's like leftovers. It's it's like your uh, your Netflix queue. Your, your Netflix queue is all the f the movies that you think you. I'm definitely going to watch this artsy <laughs> like art house film, and then you you watch Weekend and Bernies. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> you love have Weekend and It's the best intentions and leftovers. Like storing leftovers, like oh, you f you cook that meal, everything looks so good. I don't want to waste this meal. I'm going to store it up and put it in the fridge. I'm definitely going to eat this in the yeah. next three days. You keep looking at it day one, day two, right. just even, pop uh, it in the freezer. Day three, you're like, oh, that was good three days ago. It's not going to be good now. Just whatever. Totally. But if you, it, it's going to be safe for a long time in the freezer. I mean, after a couple right. months, it's probably best to toss the leftovers because they're going to lose a lot of moisture and you probably burn, get that like, freezer yeah. burn, which tastes gross. So if you know you won't be eating it right away, pop it in the freezer, but then, you know, make sure you check on it in a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> Because you you're regularly cleaning your freezer anyway, yeah. right? Um, 
Now, speaking of the fridge, make sure yours is set to the right temperature. Setting a refrigerator to the correct temperature is critical to prevent bacterial growth on food and foodborne illnesses, of course. You always want to make sure that your refrigerator temperature is 40 degrees or below. I actually keep mine at 36. There you go. I, you, know, you know what? Mine's at 36 as see? well. <laughs> that's, I, I just, so to me, it's like a good, a good sweet spot. Like the, the almond milk is cold enough. You know, things don't get like frozen in the back of a shelf yes. kind of because sometimes it's too cold and like you pull something out and you're like oh why is yeah, this I've had this eggs egg is freeze. frozen right? <laughs> and you said the same thing exactly it's so easy it's so yeah. easy so so 36 degrees to me is is like the right place but anything under 40 should should work uh, and again according to, to Meredith Carruthers uh, foodborne illness bacteria will begin to multiply at temperatures above 40 degrees as we mentioned atop you know that 40 to 140 uh, temperature window is where the damage can be done and can reach dangerous levels that could make you sick in addition if the refrigerator temperature is higher than 40 degrees, that means spoilage bacteria will start to multiply as well. So keep your food from spoiling faster than it should be. Just dial down the temp. There you go. I mean, this is another easy one to skip, especially if you're bringing home leftovers from a dinner out and there's they're already in a to-go container, mm -hmm. but you really need to wrap those leftovers in an airtight container. So, I mean, oftentimes... So wait, so the, so the styrofoam clamshell yeah, container is, that, not, is not airtight? No, this, or like the Chinese yeah. food carton, or sometimes you get that foil like plate with, the paper, with, top, the, with yeah. the paper top or the plastic and you have to fold in the sides. I get so lazy when I yeah. fold in the sides. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not saying this because any of these are in my refrigerator at, <laughs> right. at this moment. But. Right, but you know, when you're not folding those correctly or you have the styrofoam clam, air is going to get in there. It's going to dry out your food and bacteria can get in as well. So just make sure that you take your leftovers from their restaurant to-go container and put it in something proper. Yeah. And your fridge is going to stink, by the it way. Gonna you're going to open that door and you'll be like, oh my God, what? Something went bad in there. Like, no, it's dinner from last night. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you brought it then home. Then you waste it. And it's loaded with garlic and it's like in a half open container. Wrigley doesn't even want it at no, that point. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. And while airtight is a must, you may also want to try and use glass containers where possible too. I get it. Like, my cabinets at home are stocked with plastic containers. The Rubbermaid, like easy, like the lids all match up. You're stackable. Yeah. It's super easy. I have easy. pretty purple ones. A See, yeah, you buy decorations nice. yep. and stuff. <laughs> um, but if these are what comprises most of your storage cabinets as well, then it might be time to, you know, take a sniff of them and you know, give them a sniff test. Sniff huh. test, right? Give it a little, 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 little. Here's why. Because unlike glass, plastic containers can actually absorb the flavors of pungent foods over time. So you talked about like that Chinese food or like Ooh, the things like that will stink in your fridge. Mine would be all garlic. Right? Yeah. And if you ever had that plastic container that is like permanently stained red from like a marinara sauce or something like that, well, that's it's time to kick that to the curb. Um, and, and just like the stain, the odor may also never dissipate, which means any new leftovers that you store in there may experience a change in flavor because they'll be imparted with that scent and like that's the, pretty gross I never it, right, of that. It, it feels pretty pretty yeah. you can run through the dishwasher all that stuff we're both matter. making faces yeah. right now yeah. that's if you pretty nasty it, all, yeah <laughs> i'm ashamed of myself actually with all the uh with all the containers that i have that are not glass um so if you use plastic containers make sure you change them out when they're starting to to really stink it up so you don't have to go all glass but just understand that the, the plastic ones probably have a shelf life and depending yeah. on, on what you're using them for so just, just be aware of that. Now, quick break to talk about iced tea. And because it's another one of those things where, you know, a small decision can have a really big impact. And that's why we're big fans of Honest Tea. And, I love Honest Tea. We have been it's for so a long great. time mm -hmm. at Eat This, Not That. It's, it's always one of those, those food products that ranks very high on our lists. Look, just by making the relatively small choice to go ahead and select an honest beverage uh, from teas to juice to lemonade, you're getting delicious 
refreshing and certified organic beverages that you will actually enjoy. Honest has been on a mission for more than two decades to create and promote great tasting, healthy organic beverages. And for every fair trade certified Honest product that's sold, the producer earns an additional amount of money that goes straight into a community development fund at its origin. From there, a committee of farmers decides how to spend those funds to improve their lives, whether it be bikes, clean water, into the school system, healthcare, or vital farming equipment. The small choice of what you drink when you're thirsty means a lot to a lot of people. So start today. Visit honesttea.com slash podcast to learn more about Honest and how your small decision has a big impact. All right, this is another one I'm guilty of. So when it I'm comes much guilty to, of all these, I think I'm guilty of all these as well. We don't have to well. like specify which <laughs> yes. one. It's we're pretty much nailing them all. Nailing all of these. So when it comes to reheating soups or sauces, please do not use the microwave. Yeah. I mean, I always use the microwave to save time when it comes to reheating. I'm so terrified but... of the microwave because I'm positive I'm going to blow something up. Yeah, like <laughs> well, I'm so overly cautious. Like the microwave should be fast and easy, and it takes me 30 minutes to microwave something because I might I'm going to microwave it for 30 seconds at a time. I like power. Four yeah. <laughs> and just like keep doing that until if, until it's warm enough, which is just ridiculous. So Brian Bennett, who is the executive chef of the meal delivery service Eat Clean Bro, which is an awesome name. I'm sure that's like lots of protein in that Eat Clean Bro. Anyway, he recently said in an article that he reheats leftovers, um, soups and sauces in a saucepan on the stovetop slowly and on low heat. And he will add a little liquid, either cream, milk, or water, depending on the base for the super sauce. And, you know, low heat as you go. And so the thing is, you know, I put it in the microwave. I'll put a paper towel over it to avoid the splatter. But oftentimes it just blows off the top. But see, okay, so that's the thing too, by the way. And I think a lot of people do this is they think they have to like vent something or they don't. And when I do microwave a dish, let's say like a plate of food, I use press and seal around it like all the way. I don't vent it because the moisture is going to escape. And right. when, when all of a sudden your leftovers are like, well, this is so dry Super and tough. Dry. Well, it's because you just like, it, it, it probably lost a little bit of moisture from being stored away for, for a couple of days. And now you're going to zap it in a microwave with nothing over it. What do you think heat does to moisture? Right. So, so I think I'm going to need to try to saucepan because microwave yeah. was saving time, but then I have to clean my microwave after the explosion anyway. Yeah, so I'm not really that. saving time at all. I do this with chili because I'll make a oh, big chili, batch of chili it. in there order to have microwave. it. In order to have, it's the one leftover that never goes to waste in my house because two days later yeah. I'm going back for chili. But I will put it in a small uh, stovetop saucepan and, and slow and low and let it, you know, give it a good 30 minutes because it's there's no food prep. I'm just let it, let it warm up and warm all Because you try zapping it and it's like, you know, you think it's like, oh, my God, it's steaming. It's so hot. And then two spoonfuls in, you're like, oh, my God, that was that was crazy cold. Like, it was disgusting. Yeah. So, but we, you don't have that with the stovetop because it's going to be slow and low, Consistent. nice and even. And you can give it a couple stirs. And also, it feels like you're cooking it again. And it'll kind of, like, fill the house with the aroma. And um, who doesn't want their house to smell like chili? Chili, actually, is one of those foods that I think is better a few days later. Because oh. all the flavors come together and See? they melt oh, in yeah. there. So, yeah, I'm all, all right. for it. I, I don't really, I eat it so fast, I probably don't even taste it. I yeah. probably don't notice the nuance, <laughs> but it's probably true. And for the leftovers that you are actually reheating in the microwave, well, you're probably not doing it right. That, that's not to say that my technique is doing it right. 30 seconds on like low power for 30 minutes. Um, and again, minutes. A, 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 according to, to Bennett's post, you should avoid stacking leftover foods on top of each other while in the microwave. Now, here's something that I guarantee you I, we've all done and, and people listening are like, what, what do you mean stacking? 
the less dense something is, the easier it will heat up. So you should avoid stacking the grilled chicken breast on top of the cold bed of pasta. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. the pasta is going to heat up a lot faster than a chicken breast will. So instead, make sure that all the food is evenly spread out across the plate so it heats up at the same rate or, or take turns heating up at different, you know, all the different foods. So start with the chicken and mm -hmm. like heat that up because that's going to take a little bit longer. And then you can add the pasta, the pasta, put the chicken in there and then kind of finish it off because the pasta is not going to take as long to heat up. But if you just like keep zapping it and the pasta is going to be, it's going to be. And the chicken's going to be dried destroyed. out. It's yeah, going to be a mess. Yeah, forget it. You don't want that. Definitely not. And finally, just, it's important to keep your fridge organized. Have your leftovers visible in the front of your fridge so you don't forget to eat them yeah, with don't those bear, don't tuck three it away. to four days. Yeah. yeah, don't tuck it away and find it in a month. That's scary. But also keeping raw foods near cooked foods can pose a, a huge problem. Like, for example, let's say you stack a couple of slabs of red meat on the shelf above your leftovers. You could run the risk of the juices from the raw meat seeping into your cooked food. And now this can, of course, cause a slew of health problems problems if you eat it. So just make sure you place raw meat, raw chicken, you know, raw produce like that on the bottom of the yeah. shelf. And this is something that I never thought about too much previously. But even before before this tip here, I now always store my raw meats on the very bottom shelf. Mm -hmm. And it was I, I think it's because we did we talked about it in a different episode where we, we might have been talking about refrigerator yeah. and like how to how to organize it better. Um, and you, you don't think about like and especially if you if you're like me, you go to the store and I I get my, my chicken breasts, let's say, and I put it in the plastic bag. That's like right there, like those vegetable uh, mm -hmm. bags. And then, you know, maybe you get home and you take it out of the bag and you like throw it on a shelf above. It's like, well, why'd you put it in the bag in the first place? The first so place. it didn't contaminate the exactly. food that's in your shopping cart and in your grocery bags. And now you're going to get home and just like throw it on a place where it could drip down on all that stuff anyway. No, put it on the bottom shelf. Put it on so the bottom that's completely shelf. logical. But again, so logical that you don't even think about it. Uh, and, and again, I think this is a great tip too, because like I said at the top, you know, so many times you'll, you'll tuck something away in the fridge and then it's it's not like you don't want to go back to it. You forget about it. Forget. And then four, five, six days, a month goes by and you're cleaning out your fridge and you find out what's actually been making it smell so bad. And you're like, oh. So again, like good clear containers, put them up front. You know, a well-organized refrigerator goes such a long way into uh, minimizing food waste. Maximizing what's in your Maximizing fridge. Maximizing what's actually in your mm -hmm. fridge. And also to me, it's it's a trigger to eat the healthier foods, right? If you take all those great fresh fruits and vegetables that you buy and you put them in a very visible place at eye level, it's almost like the supermarket, right? All the stuff they want you to, to really buy is at eye level eye when you're level. walking down the aisles. Think of that with your fridge, right? All the stuff that you know you should be eating, put in a very visible place. And that way, when you open the fridge, you'll see something and it might just trigger like, oh, that would be really good right now. You just oh, grab you know it. what? I haven't eaten a lot of vegetables today. Let me let me get grab these carrots and, and the hummus and I'll eat that for a snack instead of, you know, these pretzels. Yep. So, Absolutely. Well, look, I, I, for, I, for one, look forward to enjoying more leftovers and not letting them waste away on my countertop or Same. in the abyss of my fridge anymore. Um, and I hope that you also heed some of the advice here as well, not just because those leftovers will actually taste better, but no one wants to shovel forkfuls of bacteria down your throat a couple days later, right? Nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody wants, wants that. that. So... 
Thanks for listening and get more great tips on the best ways to eat healthy. Be sure to check out eatthis.com and follow Eat This Not That on your social media platform of choice. I don't know whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, doesn't matter. Wherever you like getting your feed of content, Eat This Not That is there. Um, we'll even deliver it right to your, to your inbox in a nice uh, email newsletter for those of you that, like me, that still appreciate the inbox for a consumption device. Uh, until next time, I'm John Hammond. And I'm Megan Murphy. You can also find me as well on social media. I'm at this girl can eat and please drop us a line on any of our channels or by emailing us at podcast at eatthis.com and share what food choices are on your mind or any burning questions so we can help you eat this not that